Welcome to Growing Up Boomer. I'm your host, Padre, with my co-host, Cotton. And this podcast is dedicated to the life and times of the baby boomer generation. The show is loosely scripted, and sometimes we'll go down rabbit holes, and where it leads us to, one will never know. This podcast can be informative, funny, and sometimes irreverent. But most of all, we hope you find it entertaining. Hey, Cotton, how you doing, my man? Fine, and yourself, sir. Oh, you know what? When you get old, you know what I discovered? <laughs> What's that? Age is just an issue of mind over matter. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, because if you don't mind getting old, then it really doesn't matter. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm at that point now. <laughs> yeah, and, I, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, you know, if someone tells you that you're aging gracefully, you know what that means? You're getting old. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a nice way of saying you're slowly looking worse. <laughs> well, that's real nice. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, hey, by the way, you know, I was reading an article from the AP. Mm-hmm. They have one of the 78-year-old bank heist suspect. And she wrote on the note, I didn't mean to scare you. <laughs> the article reads, a 78-year-old woman with two past bank robberies convictions faces new charges after authorities allege she handed a, a teller a note that said, I don't mean to scare you during a recent Missouri heist. Oh, jeez. She's been jailed on a 25000 bond after she was charged with one crown of stealing and attempting to steal from the financial institution in a, in a holdup Wednesday in Pleasant Hill, Kansas City. Star reports. Jeez. <laughs> now, you know what? She's been, like I said, she's got, she was convicted of a California bank robbery in 1977 and also one in uh, Lee's Summit in 2020. Jeez. She was on probation on 2021. Now, get this. This is what cracks me up is, is first of all, she must have taken a handicap spot. That's A number one. <laughs> okay. And then yeah. the, the other thing I got to say is in the fact that she probably used a walker trying to get away. <laughs> getting back to her car yeah she's almost up to a half a block oh, <laughs> she ended up getting away with 13,000 in small bills get this that was all over the back seat when the cops catched her <laughs> and it says there was a strong smell of alcohol <laughs> oh no way yeah <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that helped her get through it, I guess. (laughs) Well, you know what they say about old age, man. It just just whittles us down to our essence. (laughs) You know, my mom used to work in a convalescent home. Oh, did she? Yeah. And so she used to work there, and she was always worried that she was going to end up like some of these people real crabby when they get old. And Uh And she used to tell me, you know, I hope I don't get crabby when I get old. And I used to tell her, hey, mom, I said, old age whittles us down to our essence. If they're crabby now, they were crabby when they were young. <laughs> you know, don't uh, worry that's probably about true. it. <laughs> oh, oh, again, you know, I'm a connoisseur of bad movies. 
a kind of sewer. Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> Your favorite line, man. <laughs> I'm waiting for the. <laughs> okay, get this here. Two movie interview, real quick. Before uh-huh. we get into before we get into the Twilight Zone Part Two. Oh, first one. Okay. First one. John Wick Four. Yeah. Did you see it? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. How was it? Well, it's a John Wick movie on steroids, buddy. That's even better. I am telling you right now, there was more ammunition dispensed than the entire Spanish-American War. <laughs> and the, 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 the big crescendo takes place in France, in, in Paris, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and they made the French, like the Germans in combat, they couldn't hit the side of a barn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness and and you get this one right here there's one he 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 was one scene and we'll let you know he goes up to a uh russian orthodox church mm-hmm. right he goes up to the priest and he says i want to do penance the guy whips out a shotgun and shoots him <laughs> a 12 gauge boom and i'm going like well, you know what? I remember when I was raising Catholic, I just had to say a few Hail Marys and Our Fathers. <laughs> I mean, man, these guys are tough. Now you ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> but the movie is just unbelievable, over the top. I'm telling you, just really, really enjoyed it. But I like those kind of movies okay, anyway. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. You did enjoy it. Oh, yeah. And they what they do is they've taken bits and pieces of old movies and uh, when you see it i want you to see if you th- if you can recall and morphed them into the john wick story oh really yeah 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 oh, that- a little bit from a uh, like a how brian de palma used to direct and the movie warriors and stuff like that they got those little parts with uh, worked within the movie really oh, oh yeah cool. awesome all right number two are you ready for this one my man Yes. The cocaine bear. What is it? The cocaine bear. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's actually a true story. I mean, as far as the basis of the story, everything else is phony. (laughs) Okay. Oh, with the bear trying to uh, get naked all the time. No, 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 no. He goes on a rampage. This is kind of like Jaws with claws. (laughs) I mean, whoever made this, I mean, they they were they were on cocaine. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious! Oh, golly, people's limbs are flying all over the place, and just and you could and when you look at the movie, you could tell who's going to get killed. The annoying people, okay, they got to go. <laughs> you know, they're not going to last. <laughs> so, will that make the Padre? Oh no! Library? No! 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 It isn't bad enough. Oh, okay. Okay, it's bad, and we laughed through the whole thing. It was oh, so bad. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. It cannot be taken seriously. <laughs> okay, and I'm looking like, oh, man. <laughs> I like, I'll be honest with you. I, I even hate to say that I enjoyed this movie. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. But it was something. But yeah, I, was, well, didn't he say that this is going to be his last one? Uh, yes, but you know what I was reading? You're talking about John Wick, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. The box office was so large 
they're now talking about John Wick 5. <laughs> oh, Get this. You know how much Keanu Reeves made in this movie? I, I, I shudder to think. Okay. He had 308 words, I think it's, in this entire picture. <laughs> each, word, each word was worth almost $40,000 a word. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I wish they'd pay me that much to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all righty. Well, Cotton, what do you say we get back into our podcast, okay? Okay. I'm Part ready. two of the Twilight Zone, buddy. All righty. Oh, and there's one actor that have appeared in all five seasons. Robert McCord. He appeared in 67 episodes. <laughs> Robert McCord? Yeah. Most of them as an extra. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, I don't even know the guy. <laughs> well, well, he's an extra. <laughs> yeah. God. No, there was a, uh, or one episode. It was, it actually won an Oscar for best short subject. And it's called Currents at Owl Creek Bridge. Wow, that was not a, a Twilight Zone, though, or was it? That was actually won an Oscar for Best Short Subject, but it won it the year before it came out on the Twilight Zone. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a French short film, basically almost silent. Sterling bought it for $10,000, <laughs> and he just dubbed it in. Oh, man. <laughs> and if you go, like, for instance, I have a Paramount Plus, and I have all the old programs I love to watch over, like Mission Impossible and the Twilight Zones. That's oh, not yeah. listed. <laughs> that one is not listed. It's like <laughs> the, I think it's like the 22nd episode in in five in the fifth season, and it jumps from 21 mm-hmm. to 23. So that one is not even uh, listed as Twilight Zone one. Huh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Did you know that they had a parody called the Looney Zone? <laughs> Looney Tune cartoons? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they figure, oh, that's working. Well, we'll do the Loon the Looney Zone. <laughs> the Looney Zone. <laughs> and and Bugs Bunny would open it up just like uh Rod Serling. He would have the whole introduction <laughs> and everything like that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, and this one, okay, I saved these actors to the very end, mm-hmm. okay, because they're all grouped together. William Shatner appeared in two episodes, The Nightmare at 20,000 Feet, with what, what you always call the, uh, the uh, rubber mask, great. that funny yeah. rubber-looking yeah. mask. The, the monkey. Yeah. The, <laughs> oh, that thing looked so bad. I mean, you know. It that, was terrible. <laughs> it was. <laughs> you have to get over the special effects, but the movie, uh, the the the, the title itself and the storyline is excellent. And then yeah. he, he also appeared on Nick of Time. If you remember that one, a superstitious uh, a guy, he just uh, newlyweds and they get into that town and they put the coin in that, uh, that fortune-telling machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. And they kept getting the same answer, right? Excellent no, it gives them the- different answers and they come true right away. Oh, yeah. That was a trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, Leonard Nimoy also appeared in uh, one of the episodes. Really? Yeah. Was yeah. Shatner? Was no, Shatner? no, 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 no. Oh, beca- this okay. is a separate one. He was a, it was a World War II in the Philippines, World War II 
uh, episode. Uh-huh. And then, yep. uh, yeah, the quality of mercy. In other words, so this young lieutenant comes in and he's like gung-ho and gung-ho and, and he just wants to, he wants to kill the enemy. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's transformed into a Japanese officer. And the, his commanding officer sounds like him. He wants to be gung-ho and, you know, let's kill the enemy and stuff like that so he can see oh, himself in that. Yeah, yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Gee. Mm-hmm. And George Sakai, he used to oh, play yeah. that. Well, you know, he played a, a Japanese-American man in the, in the infamous, this was this, The Encounter. Do you remember yep. that one? Yep. That one, get this. That one was banned from syndication from 1964 to 2004. Really? Because of the racial overtones. Oh, man, oh. you got to watch that one because I'll tell you what. I mean, yeah. it is a heavy-duty one. It is probably huh. one of the most controversial Twilight Zones, and that's why they banned it for so long. Wow. Wow. Oh, and you know what? There's been two reboots of the Twilight Zone. One, really? Yes. Yep. Yep, one in the uh, late, I want to say, 85 to 2002. And then there's mm-hmm. a new one that just started, uh, and it's, uh, I think it was a few years back, which the, well, they were, which was pretty good. But, you know, nothing beats a storyline of, uh, of the original Twilight Zones. Because, yeah. because basically the Twilight Zones, the, the storylines in the Twilight Zone back then were so appropriate for the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about the movie? Do you remember the uh the that uh what's his name? John Landis, the director? Remember he was charged no. with manslaughter because no. the, the helicopter that that killed uh Vic Morrill and the two two child actors? Oh yeah. Mhm. Back yeah. in night in uh what the night was it like 1987? Yeah, and the helicopter came down and yeah. yeah, because of the special effects they were doing a lot of special effects and Vic Morrill had the two kids on the... Yeah. Uh, and back then in the news, they didn't say some of this stuff could be very troubling for viewers. So, <laughs> and they didn't stop it. They just showed it. <laughs> yeah, they clipped it out. But, uh, clipped out uh, the actual head flying. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, just, it was awful. Oh, yeah. and get this. There is only one episode that has a sequel. And, it, and it's one with Cloris Leachman. And it's a good life. And guess who else is in it? Who? Bill Mummy. Or Money. Or remember Moomy? the, the Mummy? Yeah. 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 He's in it as well. And they had it in the sixties and mm-hmm. in the uh in in the eighties. Uh, That's the only one where they had a sequel to any yeah. other ones. Because basically they were pretty closed, you know. I mean, as far as you watch an episode and it was done. There was no yeah. questions on that. Oh, mm-hmm. and get this. Remember, how many times do you remember him saying submitted for your approval? I don't know. Everyone thinks that that was almost on every one episode. It was only uttered three times. Really? Yep. That was it. I never would have guessed. It yeah. seemed like he always said that. Exactly. Yeah. Cavender is coming in praise of a pip and a certain kind of stopwatch. That was it. Those were the only three episodes where he says that. Oh, yeah. And get this. There is actually a song, and I remember it, uh, a disco song by the Manhattan Transfer, The Twilight Zone, Twilight Tone, 1979. (laughs) You remember the Manhattan Transfer? Yeah. They were a great group. Yeah. Eh, Not quite my uh, 
my uh, cup of tea. Oh, I loved yeah. them. I loved them. You know yeah. what? On my honeymoon, me and Kathy went to Lake Tahoe, mm -hmm. and we saw Bob Newhart and the Manhattan Transfer open for Bob Newhart. No way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Newhart was hilarious. Now, this was way oh, back in 75. And he's, wow. he was funny then. <laughs> <laughs> Very well, appropriate for the marriage. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, did you know that uh, most of the, when they did the space props, you know, like, like, you know, like, for instance, the Agnes Moorhead's The Invaders, and, uh, yeah. and, and we'll go over a few other episodes as well, but they use most of the props from Forbidden Planet. Really? Yes. <laughs> With Anne yeah. Francis and I think uh, Leslie Nielsen. That name. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. And so they used all of the, like, the Robi uh, Robbie the Robot. Yeah. <laughs> all yep. the spaceships and the, and the uh, <laughs> uniforms that they wore. Uh, they just went through the prop room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just, oh, let's use this. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Oh, now I'm going to go over some rankings with you. I'm not going to okay. go over all of them, but we'll just go over real quick. Okay. But I'll give you, I'm just going to give you the top 10. Mm -hmm. The first one they rank as number one is Time Enough at Last with Burgess Meredith. Oh, is that the one with the glasses? Yes, that's it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah a... that was a fantastic one. <laughs> yeah. All the books in the world I could read. Yeah, and they exactly. dropped the glasses. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, which one is your favorite anyway? Just out of curiosity. I mean, you must have a lot of them. I, I love them all. Yeah, yeah. I, I do love them all. I, uh, and I do do love the with the little robots <laughs> coming in. Oh, that you mean was, uh, Invader with Agnes Moorhead? Yes, that was fun. And that was a good one to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And there was no dialogue in that one, if you remember, other than the little robots. Remember, right, Agnes right. Moorhead had no dialogue in that one. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, they, I don't, don't think the uh, little robots uh, mm -hmm. said anything either. Yeah, they, at the I, very end, I, the, I really, yeah, I, I like the um, the pool playing too with, yeah. with Jack Klugman. Mm -hmm. That was that was and and, and uh, was it Jonathan Winters? I yes, think, was the other guy. Yes, and that was a real real cool one. Oh that was yeah, a, that was a mind hit. Mind oh yeah. Was, so. Oh, the other but, one was, how about this one? The Monsters mm -hmm. Are Due on Maple Street. This one had Claude Atkins in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it was just like that street yeah. was uh, yeah, blocked off at each end. Yes, and then it was yeah. kind of like people were, uh, they were looking, they were thinking that there was mysterious people in here, and they become paranoid because they think they're aliens, and, and uh, it, it becomes, you know, like a disaster at the very end. Real oh, intense, yeah, 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 and then they were aliens, but they were watching them. They wanted to see how mankind would react, and then they said, "Nah, we don't want to be here. We're out of here." Yeah, see ya. <laughs> yeah, see ya. Nah, we ain't getting involved with these people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh how about that, this one? Yeah. This was a great one. This ranked number three. Eye of the Beholder. Hmm. Okay. I, I can't re can't remember what that was about. You, you do not see anybody till the end of the movie. The woman is having plastic surgery, and her face is wrapped through the whole oh, episode. Yeah, and everybody had the same ugly face. Exactly, and that was a yeah. whole idea: was the eye of the beholder. 
That's right. And you, yeah, you had to sit through the whole film until that ending just springs it on you. Right. Yeah, that right. was a good one. That yeah. was a good one. This is one of my favorites. To serve man. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know. You know who was in that one? That was Lurch, right? No. Jaws. Oh. Oh, was that Jaws killed? Yeah, that oh. was Jaws from uh, the uh, James Bond movies. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Richard Kyle or Richard Kane or yeah, jo- Jaws Keel. I thought it. Yeah, was. yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Richard Keel yeah. or something like that. Uh, but yeah, that was to serve man because you know the linguistics. Uh, they, they were all excited. They, they said, about "Oh, going oh, there. this book. This book says to serve man." And then they're taking everybody to their planet, and everybody's excited to go. And at the very <laughs> end, remember his assistant. She runs out and she says. It's a cookbook. It's a cookbook. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they would that was, that, that was a great one. <laughs> yeah, they'd look at us and say, Oh no, 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 this is too old meat. It's all rough. It's all yeah, tough. Yeah. You know, tough meat. Now I think, I think that that one in Talking Tina, man. I love those both. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> remember that? The with, doll? I'm sorry. What's that one again? The Talking Tina, the doll. Oh. And it said, oh, I'm no. going to kill you. Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> living doll. Oh, God. Ugh. Yeah. That was a creepy one. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Will the real Martian please stand up? That was ranked number five. Vaguely. Yeah, that's a you know that's one where two police officers try to determine among the passengers of the bus uh, who's an alien from another world. Yeah. Because they they, okay. they end up they find a they get a frantic phone call about a crashed spaceship, so they find the spaceship. Then the two police officers are trying to determine, okay, who is the alien on this bus in a roadside yeah. uh, diner. And number six is your favorite nightmare at 20,000 feet. Yeah. <laughs> the one that I love is the is when they did the third rock from the sun. Mm-hmm. And William Shatner and John Lithgow <laughs> talk about seeing stuff on the plane because John Lithgow played his part in the uh, movie. The Twilight Zone. That's right, he did. That's <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was hilarious. But yeah, yeah. That was that was if they if you could get past the really bad makeup on the uh monster, it's a very good one. Yeah. Number seven is nothing in the dark. That's the one we talked about, uh Robert Redford. Yes. So that was a very, very good one. And mm-hmm. then uh there's one called a shadow play. And that's kind of, this guy keeps having a dream about he's being sentenced to death. And he's convinced, he's trying to, he has to convince the people to let him go. It's in his dream because he figures if he is executed in his dream, if it's carried out, then he ceased to exist. Oh, wow. And that's, I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, that's the one with Dennis Weaver in it. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't don't recall that one. A stop at Willoughby. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but that guy's always, he's always, he sees this Willoughby and it's just so wonderful. He's, he has a miserable job. He doesn't like his wife. He doesn't love his wife anymore. And he, and he always seems to be in dreams about on a train and it's mm-hmm. this town called Willoughby. Yeah. You know, it's everything is just fine. And at the, <laughs> at the end, 
he died on the train and Willoughby is, is where he'll spend eternity, I guess. <laughs> that was an interesting one. Oh yeah. All right. And this was this one is a good one too. And this will rank number ten. Five characters in search of an exit. Five characters in search of an exit. Yeah, exit. I, I don't remember that one. It's an army major. He awakes like in a small room, and has no idea how he got there. But there's five other people, and they're like a, it's like a clown, a ballerina, and you know stuff like that. Oh yeah. yeah and they can't yeah, figure out how to escape. One. Yeah. And what happens? Yeah, that- they find out that they're toys. Remember oh, the, that's right. And, and the, the girl reaches in at the end. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, man. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Well, there's so many. Yeah. How yeah. about the one? So honorable mentions. How about the mass? You remember that oh, one? Oh, yeah, where they all change the faces. Yeah. Remember, they have to put on the mask for over for mm-hmm. one night. The guy's dying. And he says, mm-hmm. if, you, if you want to... If you want to get any of my money, you have to put on the mask, and they're all hideous. Yes. And then <laughs> when they take them off in the morning, their faces match the mask. Yes. <laughs> that that was, was a good one, too. Oh, yeah. that was He's something. genius, I tell you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about After Hours? Do you remember After Hours with Anne Francis? No. And Don't recall. And she's in an empty department store, and she's being badly treated by odd oh. salespeople. And she becomes a model or a mannequin. She is a mannequin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And apparently, they all get their time out, you know, out of mannequinship. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, that was a wild one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And here's one that I like that had never, ever. This is the only one that did not use any type of magic, any type of aliens, any supernatural, the silence. I don't remember that one. Remember, this is it's a, like a, it's, he's a, a annoying type of member of this exclusive club, and he just talks, he brags and stuff like this, and this guy can't stand him, and he bets him he cannot remain silent for a year. And he lives in this glass enclosure oh, in, the cub, in the club basement. And he cuts his tongue out or something? No, or? Cuts out, cuts his vocal cords. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, he goes to like, I think I like a million dollars, he goes to get his money, and the guy says, I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, yeah. Uh. Oh, yeah. And so there was a lot of those uh, type of uh, that I like. What a genius. What a genius. Oh, yeah. Was, oh, yeah. Early. Yeah. Or or a troubled individual, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one. How about the hitch? The hitch hiker. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, you remember that one where they and you're, they're driving along and driving along, and they see him, and then they see him again, mm-hmm. like miles away. Yeah. yeah, but I don't remember what that difference was or what, the, what that was. He's, he's he's definitely deaf, and he's following this woman. Oh, uh huh. Yeah, and he always seems to be ahead of her. And he's she's always looking out, and there he is again. Yeah, yeah it, it was yeah. pretty. It was uh, it was pretty interesting. And One then of my favorites was Night Call Boy. Oh yeah, that, ugh, that, that was a great one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's all kinds of them too, you know. But I think yeah. you know what, Cotton. I think we're running a little bit late. But I will also say that uh, Cliff Robertson also appeared in two of them. 
really? Yeah. I mean, that was big time. What was the, the he episode? Was, he was in uh, the one that always you remember is 100 yards past the rim. And he's hmm. he's this guy who's doing the wagon train and they're stuck type of thing. He says, I'll look over the ridge. And he goes over the ridge and he sees a highway and, and he's like propelled into the future. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember yeah. that one. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, the dummy. And that's the one oh, with the ventriloquist. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that was a creepy one. <laughs> yeah. That gave me nightmares. Yeah, oh, man. Now, Odyssey of Flight 33, remember, they kept on going through uh, the um, uh, this cloud, and they end up in different times, periods. Yeah, and the, and the dinosaurs at the end. Yeah, it had, had like the, yeah. the funky-looking dinosaur, <laughs> the rubber dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, how about Long Live Walter Jameson? Remember, he's the guy that they see in that the photograph of the um, Civil War, and he just can never die, and he continues. Oh, I, I don't re- remember that. Huh? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. He can never die. And then, of course, there's the Knight uh, of the Meek, which is Santa Claus is fired for Christmas Eve, and that's Art Carney. He plays Santa <laughs> yeah. Claus. Yes. <laughs> so I, I'm just telling you, there are just so many. That they, that yeah. I think this, I think the younger generation would be very interested in that if they could just get away from the uh, kind of hokey uh, effect. But yeah, it's just yeah. great storylines, and they have to remember when it was written during the time of uh, upheaval and everything. Oh, I could just oh, yeah. we could we could talk for this for hours, you know, like yes. like the long distance call. Yep. <laughs> Remember the grandmother dies and she's calling. Uh, I think it was Billy. Uh, My favorite. The call, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. The long distance call and she's calling. Uh, it was Billy Mummy. He's the little kid in it. And the grandmother dies, gives him a phone before she dies. And she's calling him to get him to come to the other side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Golly, that was a weird one. <laughs> and the little I people. Thought, I thought you were think, doing the night call where the, where the old lady kept getting there oh husband. yeah yeah that's a that one's yeah. a creepy one yeah that's yeah. the one i was thinking of. i thought you were thinking also the kick the can i thought you'd like that one. Oh yeah that was good <laughs> <laughs> well uh, i'll tell you what cotton i think we should probably bring this one to an end what do you say i say this is a, just a wonderful one we grew <laughs> up with this <laughs> yes we did and they were very very influential to the baby boomers that's right you know absolutely all right my man you have a great one okay you too sir Um, bye-bye nos vemos después we'd like to thank you for listening and leave you with this one quote from rod serling the twilight zone is what it implies that shadowy area the almost but not quite the unbelievable told in terms that can be believed until next time may god bless Thank you.